Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. The Three Musketeers by Alexandre Dumas. Dramatized in six episodes by James Saunders. Episode 4, The Mark of Satan. The young Gascon d'Artagnan has made an enemy of Cardinal Richelieu and of Milady, his evil emissary. His three companions, Athos, Porthos and Aramis, lie wounded somewhere in France, perhaps dead. But he'll worry about all that when he wakes in the morning. Sir, you wake, sir. What is it, Planchet? A letter, sir. A letter? Who brought it? Nobody, unless it was the devil. Shall I burn it, sir? Give it here. I have someone's thanks to give you and my own. Come to Saint Cloud tonight. Be opposite the summer house of Monsieur Deste's villa at 10 CB. Constance Bonacieux. You're wrong, Planchet. This isn't from the devil. An angel, maybe? Don't be impertinent. See who that is. And get me some breakfast. I'm starving. Mm. Landlord, sir. Bonacieux. Now, there's a coincidence. Your name sprang to my mind just a moment ago. What can I do for you? Breakfast, Planchet. Sir, I'm glad to see you're in good spirits, monsieur, after your journey. What journey? Oh, my mistake. Only I haven't seen you for some days, and this uh, mud on your boots didn't come from Paris, I think. Not that it's any of my business. I took some friends to take the waters at Forge, if you must know, and left them there. Uh, don't tell me you had to get back for the ladies. They couldn't do without you, I'm <laughs> Nail on the head, Bonacieux. One in particular, as a matter of fact. And how is your good lady? Well, I trust, now she's been released. Oh, yes, uh, that's why I'm here, to thank you for your kind efforts to find her when she was kidnapped. I'm sure she'll tell you how grateful she is, too. Only, uh, as you know, she can't get away from service at the Louvre. She's there tonight, for instance. That's mm. hard on you, Bonacieux, and such a pretty wife. Yes, isn't she? Oh, 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 you're right. Oh, you look pale. Not to worry. A spasm. I, I get spasms. Mm. You're uh, out tonight, are you? I only ask because since all this trouble, the kidnapping of one thing and another and putting me in the Bastille and all, I get nervous and like to know who goes in and out. I understand. Well, don't worry if you hear a noise in the early hours tomorrow. It'll be me coming in. <laughs> well, I'll leave you to your breakfast and... Au revoir. Au revoir, Monsieur Bonacieux. Put it down there, Planchet. Now, listen. As soon as I've eaten, I'm off to see Monsieur de Treville. Here's a crown. You can take the day off. Huh? What are you looking so sour about? He's a bad lot, that Bonacieux. I wouldn't trust him if I was you. You Picards are a suspicious race. He's a simple soul, poor fellow. A simple villain, if you ask me. I'm not asking you. Stop arguing with your master and let uh, me eat. So, my lad, I trust whatever business took you out of Paris was concluded satisfactorily? It was, thank you, Monsieur de Treville. I caught a glimpse of your double last night. Sir? At the city councillor's ball. The disreputable-looking ruffian covered in mud and dust. The disgrace to the guard's uniform he wore. You'll not catch one of my musketeers looking like that. No, sir. Talking of musketeers, where are Athos, Portos and Aramis? Did they return with you? No, monsieur. They fell by the wayside. Are you going back to find them? Yes, sir. Tomorrow. Why not today? Don't tell me. I see it in your face. You've an assignation, is that it? More important than your friends, is it? Don't answer. Listen now. I'm going to talk seriously to you. 
I spoke with the king and queen last night. They were both suddenly in very high spirits. I imagine your business had something to do with that, whereas the cardinal looked distinctly put out. I s- What's that monstrosity on your finger? A ring, sir. Yeah, I can see that. Obviously paste. Damn bad taste. It's real. Let me see. Mon dieu. This is worth a thousand pistoles at least. Who gave you this? The queen, sir. She sent you this? She gave me it. I was taken to a room and told to wait. There was a tapestry curtain. I could hear voices behind it. Then a white arm came through the curtain. It was like a vision. I fell on my knees and kissed the hand and... and was left with this. Very romantic, I'm sure. Now listen. The cardinal never forgets an injury until he's had his revenge. And don't think he doesn't know who did this injury. Confide in no one, not even your mistress. I see you're blushing... Remember, the cardinal works through women. Forget this assignation. Leave Paris today. Now, go and find your friends. I see I'm talking to thin air. Leave tomorrow, then, if you're still alive. After leaving de Treville, the young Gascon, impressed by the old soldier's warnings, decided not to return to his rooms that day. He called at the houses of his three friends to find that none of them had been heard of since they left. At nine o'clock that evening, he started off with Planchet for Saint-Cloud and, he hoped, a gift of gratitude from his beloved, Constance Bonacieux. Ten o'clock. D'Artagnan waits silently at the place appointed. In the summer house opposite, the windows are shuttered, all but one on the first floor from which a soft light shines. The scent of linden blossom is strong in the warm night air. No movement, no sound. Still he waits, eyes fixed on the lighted window, heart racing. But not from fear, no, not from fear. Eleven, and still no sound. Silence. D'Artagnan suddenly shivers in the warm, still air. Can this be fear? And is it for him or for her? He crosses the road, clambers up the wall, from there to a lime tree whose branches overhang the window. Mon Dieu! Inside the room, chaos, the furniture overturned, and that stain. Can it be blood? Constance. Constance! In the muddy ground by the wall, a confusion of footprints and wheel marks. A carriage stopped here, turned, went back the way it had come, to Paris. Imagine, if you will, the turmoil in the heart of this young Gascon. His instinct, as always, is to act. But how? I don't know if she's dead or alive, Monsieur de If she were dead, they'd have left her there. I'm only surprised they didn't wait for you, or you'd be dead as well. Well, I warned you, this is obviously the Cardinal's doing. What can I do? Nothing. Nothing? I'll tell the Queen what's happened. She can make inquiries. Thank you. The Cardinal's planning an expedition to La Rochelle shortly. You'll be safer on the battlefield than you are here. Meanwhile, keep out of the way and pray. So, you're back, thank God. What's happened? Two things. One, that simple soul Bonacieux was out all night. How do you know? Because I saw him coming in this morning, didn't I? With mud on his boots, the same mud as on your boots. Devil! You mean... You mean he was at the villa last night? He must have been involved in kidnapping his own wife. Yes, sir, too. The captain of the Cardinal's Guard was here. To see me? To escort you to the Cardinal's house. The Cardinal wanted a chat to discuss your future. My future in the Bastille, probably. What did you tell him? That you're out of town, of course, as I think we ought to be. I agree, but we can't. Something has come up. Mm, Here we go again. Someone's on the stairs. Get your pistol, Blanchet. Hold 
there if you value your life. What a welcome. Portos! Hermes Athos, you're alive! Why shouldn't we be? But where have you been? Well, you left us, of course. Aramis had his shoulder to nurse. Not at all, that was a scratch. Only there happened to be some priests staying at the inn, so I stayed a few days to discuss the thesis under right for my ordination. Ordination? I told you. I'm going to take holy orders when all this is over. It's my true vocation. My subject is to be... Traque manos in benedicendo, clericis inferioribus necessaria est. As for me, I'd have come back earlier after polishing off my attackers. They hardly touch me. But there happened to be some exceptional wine at the inn. It seemed a pity not to stay over a day or two. And the bandage round your head, Atos? I have a slight headache. It'll pass. And you, Portos, I see you're... Oh, the most damnable luck. You know, when those blackguards set on me. I thought it was only one man. No, when I got outside, two or three others were waiting for me. I dealt with them easily enough, of course, and I was just dispatching the last of them when I slipped and sprained my knee. So I was laid up for a while. It must have been a bad sprain. Quite bad. Luckily, the inn had tolerable victuals. So I see. What do you mean? Well, you seem to have put on weight, unless those are bandages around your middle. I tell you, he didn't touch me. He? They? Are you calling me a liar? No, no, no. I'm delighted you've all turned safely. Apart from anything else, I need your help. What is it now? Constance Bonacier has been kidnapped again. You really are most careless with that seamstress of yours. Take my advice, D'Artagnan. This time, let her stay kidnapped. Women are sent from hell to trouble us. We're better off without them. But I love her. Love? Anyway, the king has other plans for us. Have you heard the news? The English are helping the Protestants fortify La Rochelle, so we're being sent there to thrash them. Let me give my opinion. Based on years of experience, a man lives for three things. Women, battles, and food and drink. Women can be done without now and then, and battles come in their own time. But food and drink are a necessity. So have you got any money? Yes. Good. Some rascal stole all mine that damned inn. You didn't happen to gamble it away while you were resting your knees? D'Artagnan, I resent your tone, but I'll let it pass. I suggest we go out and have the finest meal our money can buy. Over that, we'll discuss our future. One for all and all for one. All, all for, for one, one and one, one for all. all. Whatever. Eat. The meal is splendid. The decision they make over it, that they must wait on events. And so the weeks pass. Until early one morning, a strange sight is seen in the streets of Paris. A man, naked under a woman's gown, which he clutches above his knees as he runs barefoot and pell-mell along the deserted wet streets. The night watch, returning home, shuts his eyes tight and crosses himself. Atos! Atos, open up! God help! Grimo! Grimo, it's me, you fool! D'Artagnan, let me in! Let him in, Grimo. Atos, I need your advice. It looks as if you do. Come in. I've been up all night drinking. I couldn't sleep. Grimo, another glass for the lady. Yes, sir. I've just had a terrifying experience. Atos, you know I've been seeking news of Constance Bonnes here. Because you love her, you told me. And I've told you women are devils and love is a snare and a delusion. But go on. Do you remember when I first came to Paris, I had a quarrel on the way with a man with a scar on his face? Yes, your man from Mung. And you vowed to get even with him. That's an old story. He was talking to a beautiful woman he addressed as Milady. Agents of the Cardinal. I learned that later from Monsieur de Treville. She was the one who stole the diamond tags from the Duke of Buckingham. The ones you went to England to fetch? Yes, and foiled her plot against the Queen. Well, as the boat was leaving Dover, I saw her again, standing on the deck, and from the look on her face, I was glad the sea was between us. Are you listening? I'm drunk, but I'm listening. Grimaud, pour a glass from Monsieur de Tagnon. Two weeks ago... Wait. Drink. Go on. Two weeks ago, I saw her once more, here in Paris. She was in a carriage, like the first time, talking to a man in the road. A man from Mo? No, an Englishman. My God, Atos, the beauty of that woman. Her face has a kind so of... So you challenged him? 
How did you know? You always do, don't you? I had to find a way of meeting her. Because her face has a kind of... Because I was sure she knew about Constance. I didn't tell you. I found an old man who'd seen her taken. He said in the carriage they put her in was a beautiful blonde lady. Blonde? Yes. Oh, she's got the fairest hair I've ever seen. Anyway, my challenge fell out perfectly. He finished on the ground with the point of my sword to his throat. Then I said, you're a man of honour, so though you're an Englishman, I shan't kill you on one condition. That you introduce me to the lady in the carriage, whom I love. Really? I had to say something. So we shook hands and became the best of friends. He's her brother-in-law. She married the former Lord de Winter, now dead. He introduced me to my lady as the man who'd saved his life, which I suppose I did. And I've been visiting her nearly every day since. Didn't she recognise you? She gave no sign. My God, Atos, what a woman. I felt drawn to her as if by magic, but at the same time there's something devilish. I said something the other day. Her face changed. She turned away. When she turned back, her face was as angelic as ever, but her handkerchief was stained with blood. She'd bitten her lip through. You've gone pale. What is it? Nothing. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another... Amazing story.